Welcome to this edition of Community Matters Podcast, where we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, Executive Director of Community Associations Institute's Pennsylvania and Delaware Valley Chapter. Today's episode is being recorded during the ongoing coronavirus public health emergency. Millions of workers have been furloughed while millions more have been working from home for the last few weeks and for the foreseeable future. This sudden change means a new and unfamiliar routine for many of us. In this episode of Community Matters, we're talking with Alyssa Cowling, Technology Director and Marketing Assistant for the Ron Companies, on how to stay productive and safe while working from home. Alyssa, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So, uh, your employees are, are presumably working from home or, or some are working in the field because of the nature of your, your business. How are your employees maintaining a connection while working from home? What kind of technology are you using to bridge that remote connection? It's a great question. Our field employees are working out in the field. Of course, um, landscaping is deemed an essential business in New Jersey. And I think, I believe in uh, multiple other states as well. So they are working out in the field and I'll kind of go into that a little bit more later. But our office staff is um, kind of splitting their time between working in the office and working at home because we do have only a few of us. Um, so when we are working from home, it's almost as business as usual for us being the methods that we've put in place for our office to be mainly, mainly, um, through technology. So um, some of the things that we do use are Trello. Um, that's good for communication between team members to know what kind of projects you're working on, to uh, continue giving statuses to your supervisor or your manager. Uh, similar, similar other apps to Trello are Slack Planner for some people that use those. Um, but that's mainly the communication tools that we've been using that have worked pretty well. Uh, just out of curiosity, did, did, did your company have a work from home policy prior to this or was this new to all of you? We did not, um, but it's the way that our office is laid out, it's kind of um, separated. So it does help like the procedures that we've used in the office being disconnected a little bit kind of helped ease into a work from home as well. Um, being that we're using Trello, we use um, SharePoint for our, like our file saving and everything so multiple people can be working on the same thing at once. Um, so it it hasn't really changed anything but we did not have a policy specifically in place. Right okay and I think that's true of probably a lot of companies that will probably change going forward. Um, as you said the nature of your business landscaping, uh, concrete work etc is such that not all of your employees can work from home. So you have employees in the field. How are they staying safe during this time? We are following um, all the CDC guidelines and requirements, which has helped our employees. Um, some of course are still a little bit uncomfortable and I feel like, like they are not working right now. And I feel like that would be true to any business, whether um, they have field guys out or it's just office personnel in the office. Um, so I feel like that's kind of transferable to any business, but um, the specific methods that we've put in place to make sure that our office and the field employees uh, safety is prioritized is 
Um, of course, they're using masks when they're out in the field at customers' houses. Um, it's only limited to a couple people on a crew. Um, we actually quarantine, like not quarantine, but we separated the office in a sense that field employees can't come outside and we're not using um, like the methods that we set up for them where we have uh, a porta potty and hand washing station outside the, it gets sanitized frequently to make sure that that's safe for them. And then as well, our, when the crews do show up, the managers are bringing all of the materials out for them. When they come back for the day, they're actually sanitizing and everything, even though it's just that crew, they're sanitizing their iPad, they're making sure that there's no paper, because um, it's been discussed whether, like if someone was sick, that it could stay on the paper. I don't know the validity of that, but we've been making sure to sanitize their iPads down, any kind of um, devices that they have in their trucks, uh, the steering wheels, you know what I mean? We're keeping the trucks clean as well for them. Has your field crew's daily schedule uh, changed? What does their daily schedule look like? I think you probably addressed some of this already with, with the cleaning and sanitizing measures, but uh, you know, probably everyone's schedule has been upended by this. It has changed a little bit in the sense that we do stagger start times for each of the crew. That way there's no more than just the handful of employees that are on that crew there at a certain time. Um, this has helped making sure that they're not in contact with other crews. Um, and then that kind of staggers their, their return time as well and make sure that the managers are staying safe. Um, otherwise business is pretty as usual where they're still being able to service just as many um, sites and doing all the work that our customers need in order to keep their properties maintained and healthy. So Alyssa, you mentioned earlier that you have some staff that are continuing to work from the office. How do you determine who goes in and who works from home? And are you taking precautions with the staff that is at the office in terms of social distancing, masks, et cetera? Absolutely. Um, so we do have about five team members that are office staff. Um, what we've done is staggered our schedules. Um, so that way there's no more than maybe two in the office at the same time, but being the layout of our office um, in the way that our personal offices are separated. Like for example, mine is upstairs while another one's downstairs. Um, so we've kind of limited to just one person in any of those rooms at a time. And then the common areas that we do use, uh, whether that's the bathroom or the printer or the hallway are getting sanitized um, if not once, like two, three, four times a day when employees are using that space, we're kind of being mindful and making sure that we're cleaning those areas down. And is your office a freestanding office? Is it just your company or are you in a, an office building with other companies? It's just us in here. Okay, so that makes it a little easier to control the- Yep, exactly. Um, can you and that's the same our... thing. It, it actually goes the same way for deliveries as well. Um, we've actually locked down, we don't allow deliveries in our building. Um, they do just kind of bring them outside. They can leave them. If they do need a signature, we can sign it with distance from the window, but then otherwise it stays outside for a little bit to kind of um, stay healthy and avoid any delivery people um, coming in the office that might be subjected to the virus on sure. their routes. That, make, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. We're all dealing, that, dealing with that with our home deliveries as well. Mm -hmm, I think. Exactly. 
can you share with our listeners what your current work from home schedule looks like? Yes. So um, I am, like we mentioned, that we are staggering start and um, end times of when we are in the office and when we're home. Um, so currently I do go to the office in the morning um, and then I kind of switch off with the other um, office personnel um, in the afternoon. So we kind of switch that up. So of course my morning routine is the same thing as when I go into the office. Um, and then when I do come home, I kind of try to reset up my, my desk, make sure that it's suitable for a work environment as if I'm not even switching from not being in the office. Um, so I make sure that I have like my water and make sure that I have paper, pen, you know, you need to be able to answer phone calls. All of our phones are actually routed to our cell phones now. So that way there's no, um, interruption and having to lug around the actual phone that's in the office. I've been fortunate with, I don't have kids. Um, so I know that that's a big adjustment for many employees that are still deemed essential or that have been able to establish a work from home um, environment that with the kids being home that I know that there's um, more demands and them making sure to take care of their kids, get their schooling done as well as get work done. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have many specific examples on that that like I can recommend for people, but I know that being able to set up a, a schedule, um, setting up your specific space, uh, making sure that you're kind of giving yourself a little bit of a break because you might not be getting up as much as you would normally in the office, um, time blocking for certain projects because it, it can be a little bit harder um, to stay focused on your work. So I know that those are certain things that I've personally done um, to help my work from home schedule, but I know that those could be transferable to really anyone. That's really true. I mean, our, our entire office immediately went into work from home mode on, on March 13th when Montgomery County, Pennsylvania went on, on lockdown. And um, we've adopted a lot of the same techniques. And, and uh, for, for more detail on that, for any of our listeners, we do have a post on our blog that includes work from home tips. And many of the ones that you just mentioned, Alyssa, setting up a, a workspace that's separate from your home, setting up a schedule, maintaining a routine. Um, I think we're all, we're all learning on the fly on how to mm -hmm. make the best of this situation. One, um, uh, one big thing that I've made sure, like when I, when I get up in the morning, not that I don't do it normally, um, but when I do get up in the morning to go to work is that it sounds super silly, but like making sure that my bed is made, making sure that like the house is somewhat straightened up because when I come home, like that might be in my mind that now I've got to clean and then that distracts me from work. Whereas kind of just taking those couple extra minutes, one gives you a sense of productivity right from the start for the day. But then two also limits any kind of distractions too. So I, I thought that that was something um, that might be helpful too. I agree. And I think the other thing uh, is, and what I've read and heard on this whole topic is, is dressing as you would normally dress. Yes. If you were going into the office again, to give yes. you a sense of a routine. So unless there's PJ day at work, you shouldn't wear PJs. <laughs> that might be something we start in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's talk about communication a bit because, uh, you know, communicating with our coworkers, co uh, workers and uh, communication between workers and supervisors, uh, that's critical in any situation and even more so 
when we're all working remotely and the ability for human interaction is really limited. So uh, how is your team handling that aspect of this? So one big thing that we did to start in order to get us back into like a focused flow, um, because of course everyone was very nervous when this first started coming out. So we needed to kind of reel it back in, get everyone back on track and not distracted. Um, so what we did right from the start was we, um, like our president actually increased to a couple staff meetings a week as opposed to our normal just Friday staff meeting. And it was just kind of an update, like see where everyone's at. Um, but I thought that that was really helpful and getting us back on track. Now we're back to our weekly staff meeting. So I think everyone's good and we've gotten a flow back together. Um, but that was that first week was tough um, being able to hear what the news was saying and try to stay focused and everything. Um, in addition, I, I mentioned that we use Trello. We've been using that actually for months and it's helped a lot um, to make sure that our teams are on track and everything. It's actually something we use specifically like for our bids, um, like our proposals that we're sending out to make sure that we're, so that communication has really helped being able to keep multiple employees aware at the same time, whether it's a manager or coworker, just someone that is generally interested or maybe they talk to that customer. Um, so that's helped. I know that um, something that's been a lot more frequent lately, which I saw that you guys did the, you're doing the, um, the coffee break sessions is those those networking Zoom calls, um, which I think helps with that uncertainty with with people. I know that it is for us like trying to get new potential work. So when we're not able to get out of the office in order to connect with like potential clients or our current clients, now we have this option as well. And from what I'm kind of reading. Um, on the internet or like in LinkedIn is that this might become more of a way instead of always setting up in-person meetings where you're still having that face-to-face -face conversation, but it's not as time consuming and it's not um, spending too much time, like you're getting that valuable time for you and your customer. So I thought that that was really interesting. Yeah, and I should mention, uh, you mentioned Zoom. We are recording this podcast using Zoom uh, because we can't be face-to-face. -face. Normally, uh, all of the previous, uh, I don't know, 40, 50 podcast episodes that we've recorded, we would normally be sitting in the same room across from the table uh, from each other with a, with a professional microphone and recording. And we had, to, uh, we had to come up with a new way to record these podcasts. And so we're using Zoom. Um, and just one of those other technology challenges we all had to deal with once this this crisis hit. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, how well prepared your company was for this sudden change and this move to work from home. Um, and you did mention, you know, the transition that your company made. What, what kind of other challenges uh, can you share that you think might help other companies deal with this either now or in the future should this suddenly happen again? So Tony, um, that's a good point about um, how we were able to transition. Um, as I mentioned, some of these um, technology type um, programs and apps that are out there um, were 
and I should note, like note to you that things like Trello and Slack, um, or if you have Microsoft, um, I think it's Planner, or I think for Google, it's um, communications or it's something similar, collaboration or something. Um, but those kind of programs are usually no cost. So being able to have these kind of communication um, methods in place now, um, I think it's really going to help teams for the future, whether they're in the office or another, hopefully not, but experience like this does happen. Um, it's, it's increased our communication while also making it so we don't have to physically have meetings or phone calls as much, like they can just kind of check in there. So I think that being able to have that in place already did help us. Um, if it isn't in place for companies now, I really recommend setting up some kind of um, process like this in the future. Um, I also, and my office can completely vouch on my distaste for paper um, right now. Um, I do try to push our office for obvious reasons to a more technology base. Um, so situations like this wouldn't affect us or have any kind of downtime in the future um, by having all digital files where we can, we can access them, whether that's on the road or it's in the office or it's at home. Um, I always joke, like not joke around because it isn't really a joking matter, but God forbid our office caught on fire or um, an employee gets really sick. Like how would we be able to adapt to situations like that? We actually are um, in the future, I'm not sure uh, what timeline yet, but we're looking to move to a different office space because we're starting to outgrow our current one. Um, so being able to have this all digital really would automatically um, ease that burden and ease that uncertainty. Um, if you have in your office all these files, well, right now when I'm working from home, that doesn't help me. I can't access those files. Um, so I think that that would be a really big unknown for companies um, that aren't really thinking about how they can access their work and not have downtime. Yeah, those are all really good points. And I'll just wrap up and give a brief um, overview of how CAI, our, our chapter, went through some of the same processes that, that you went through with this move to work from home. We did have a work from home policy in place for full-time employees. Uh, it was on a very limited basis. So we had processes and policies in place already. And we had the technology in place and of course not anticipating that we would all be suddenly thrust into this work, uh, remote work environment. But um, just, you know, we put those policies and, and programs in place because of the changing nature of, of the workforce today mm -hmm. uh, and to be able to accommodate the desire of our employees to work from home from time to time or not necessarily work from home work remotely, work from anywhere. Um, so the transition for us was pretty seamless. We use uh, Microsoft 365 for our email. We use SharePoint. You mentioned SharePoint. Um, we use Planner. You mentioned Planner. It's a, it's a great uh, uh, collaboration uh, tool. And we use Microsoft Teams. Um, and we chat, our, our employees chat every day on Teams. We share information. We share files. So Having the right technology, I think, is really critical and, and, and will be part of any company's planning or community association planning because everything you mentioned, Alyssa, 
um, is true not only of a small business or a big business, but it's also true of any community association because many of those communities are also employers. They have management staff, they have other staff, and so they're they're going through these same challenges that we've been Absolutely. So, uh, Alyssa, I want to thank you for joining me today. This was a, a really timely topic, and the content, I think, was really good and will be helpful uh, to, uh, to many of our members and listeners. If you are interested in more information on the services provided by the RON companies, please visit them online at www.theroncompanies.com, and that's spelled R-A-H-N. And for more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative, or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.cai-pa.delval.org. Thank you for listening and stay safe. (laughs) 